Wasted Potential is proudly sponsored by the Fox series, The Swan. Tired of looking at your ugly self in the mirror? Want to exploit your mental and physical health on TV for money? Sign up to be a contestant on ABC's The Swan. Real plastic surgeons perform real plastic surgery on real human beings without any regard for their mental and emotional well-being. Will they have a happily ever after by forever altering their bodies on live TV? Find out on Monday night's You Monsters. Wait, isn't that a real show? Wait, wait, are you serious? It's like, oh my god, it it is a real show. Did we just get sponsored by a real show? No, I just made this up as like the shallow, most ridiculous TV idea ever. Well, doesn't that mean now we're technically sponsored by Fox's The Swan? We'll get canceled faster than that show will be, probably. Jesus, how do we get on? I want huge tits. <laughs> <laughs> Wasted Potential is also brought to you by our other sponsor, Statutory Hotels. Statutory Hotels is your go-to destination for any spring break needs and desires. Enter our code today, Wasted Potential, and receive 10% off your booking price with, with uh, Statutory Hotels. The party never ends. It's loaded with all the teens you need to get 25 to life. Statutory also requires no ID to enter or to rent a room. Book today with Statutory Hotels and receive 15% off for services at Lloyd & Johnson Law Firm as well. I know uh, Ronnie and I are really excited to book with Statutory Hotels and uh, just go on a spring break vacation that we really uh, have been wanting to do. And with no ID, that just means that it's just more accepting and allows everyone in. So I'm, I'm really excited to do that. I am too. I just, I love when the government stays out of my teen parties. I don't like regulation on my partying when I'm hanging out with um, famous Hollywood celebrities and producers. Yeah, I, I just don't see any negatives with um, having a bunch of underage kids drinking at a pool party with uh, adults. I just, I think it's going to be great. I hear sirens. Do you hear police sirens? Hey, 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 go away! No! Welcome, everybody, to another week of your favorite podcast, Wasted Potential. Uh, I know the tens of fans that we have really look forward to this, to get you through this shit show of a year, and probably in 2021 when you're listening, we'll think about the great good old days in 2020, when our president wasn't a robot, <laughs> the aliens haven't destroyed us all, and dragons haven't come out of the mines under London. This week, I have the privilege of introducing and bringing uh, the show that I wanted, which is starring Freddie Prince Jr., Paul Walker, and Leah Cook in uh, the famous 90s film She's All That. Uh, this film often gets confused with 10 Things I Hate About You, but it's, I assure you, no way as good as that film. <laughs> <laughs> this torture fest will go with you. Um, if you're new to the podcast here at Wasted Potential, we do a lot of different things that revolve around movies we pick, mostly movies that we remember fondly from our childhood or early adulthood that we remember, and we want to see if they hold up, and most of the time they really don't. Some of us pick movies that we really were fond of as children. Others pick awful films to torture the other person. I'm not going to name any names here. <laughs> so... Uh, 
with that, we watched the entire movie. We encourage you to watch the movie as well. Um, either watch it separately or watch it with the podcast to get the full effect. Uh, treat it maybe like a commentary track or something. I don't give a fuck what you do. Listen to it while you're fucking. I mean, do what you gotta do. Hi, Mom. Okay. Um, These sultry voices will guide your thrusting. <laughs> as Freddie Prince Jr. turns a already hot chick into a hot chick without glasses and overalls (laughs) okay so i'm ronnie by the way and um we like to play um a couple things here we play a shot or not usually i create the trivia but this time shane created some trivia for me because he loves this movie so very much so i'm gonna guess if his trivia is true or false if i get it incorrect i have to drink if i get it correct though shane has to drink true we also had do a signature drink and I picked this one, and I was inspired by the, the film She's All That. So I made the She's All That margarita made with one part red wine and one part Coca-Cola. Oh. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you'll know later. Watch the film. It's, yeah, it's awful, but we're going to do it. And the last thing is we do, we do drinking games, kind of like a, if you see this on the film, we drink to kind of have some more fun, also loosens us up because this movie's awful. So my drinking game is every time someone uses a lame 1990s term or slang, we're going to drink. And mine is every time you see an actor that hasn't become famous yet, so there's a few actors in this that are very early in their career um, that will go on to do bigger things. So when you go, holy shit, I recognize that person, then uh, you drink. It's going to happen a lot. <laughs> this is going to be a fun, fun podcast, and we're recording this really early in the morning, so we're going to screw up our entire days. Yeah, really, I hope you all appreciate what we're doing for you all. Um, also, uh, if we didn't disclaimer it, we're probably going to say some shit that you might be offended by or some of might get offended by. We're not trying to be assholes. Um, we're just... If you're thin-skinned, please leave the podcast now. Don't try to cancel me. <laughs> <laughs> and leave all comments on our Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and Gmail. You email us at podcastwastedpotential at gmail.com. Or do try to cancel us. we probably get more famous from trying to be canceled. Let's start this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's click in three, two, one. Oh, she's all there. At the 10 second mark where the Miramax logo is. All right. Make sure subtitles are on. Oh, yeah. Because no one can actually understand what these fucks are saying. It's like belated, like 90s, kind of like alternative grunge. Like, oh, look at her. She's so artsy. She's taking newspaper and putting it on things. She. Oh, and this is like her obsession with uh, Rwanda, which, well, who is this film made for? (laughs) Like, no high schooler knows about Rwanda, or at the time didn't. I'd argue even today they don't know about Rwanda. They definitely don't, but I think like they're hitting all these teen stereotypes and she's like the the super liberal, open-minded, cares about everything type person there. So then like she would be the only one who would know about Rwanda or... Anything else going on? I also think she's like 27 in this role, which brings me to my first issue. They're all like, I think Paul Walker was 30 years old when he fucking did this film. Mm -hmm. 
It's so annoying. I I think the only movie I've seen with like real high schoolers cast has been like super bad. And that actually looked like high school. Those were not high schoolers, by the way. <laughs> oh my god. Jonah Hill and Michael Sarah were not in high school at that time. Well, they sure looked like it. You get more like TV shows nowadays. TV shows with kids look like high school kids. Movies they don't because like no one wants to see high schoolers. They don't. Like, well, at least not in like they're not gonna put a bunch of money and waste it on high schoolers. But isn't that weird that we're sexualizing high schoolers now that I think about it? Because we're using older people that you find attractive to play high schoolers, which means we're sexualizing underage people. Yeah. Holy <laughs> shit, Epstein was killed. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, your questions of why we're sexualizing high schoolers will be answered in a few minutes or when someone's name pops up here. But man, you see this plethora of like young adult actors. Young adult. <laughs> young, <laughs> young actors. Hot. <laughs> Smooth skinned adults. <laughs> uh. I love how he has like um, a Hummer. <laughs> this movie is white privilege problems, the film. <laughs> oh, God, is it not? Like... He's got a picture of himself like here. Is there really a reserved parking spot for the high school president? I guess if you live in o the, o the OC and your parents pay a bunch of money. I guess. By the way, y'all, I'm getting married to a former high school bod student body president, so how about that? And uh, where's Lil' Kim <laughs> in this movie? She's the uh, the, the one black friend who doesn't say much. Oh, that's sad. She had sex with Biggie. And she only gets like a back roll hey it's our first uh, person we recognize look at him he hasn't graduated law school yet i don't get the joke the the dude Who jammed Canada. i just jammed we just jam i'm gonna drink to that one oh, i just man. jammed thirty thousand feet in the air yeah oh, we jammed Ugh, drink <laughs> Gosh, that tastes terrible oh Ugh. I just love the walking, and they're like, "Yeah, we're cool." Hey, loser! <laughs> At least they're walking. It's better than just them doing like a shot reverse shot standing still, like they do right now. Hmm. True. I think the girl in the back left is Lil Kim. Huh? Looking all fine and shit. <laughs> Looking all fine and shit. On behalf of every black person. Okay, there's your one black guy. <laughs> oh man she's not even like i wouldn't cast her as the that role that popular chick who in the oh you mean the blonde coming the up pink, the pink hmm. uh, his girlfriend harvey weinstein there we go oh god um i guess this is a good point for our first trivia hi so paul paul walker's full name like his given birth name is paul walker william the fourth that sounds super true it is very true <laughs> damn you <laughs> and he's born in glendale california who the fuck names their kid the fourth when you're born in glendale <laughs> and you have three first names <laughs> Freddie Prince Jr. is acting. <laughs> That's what he does, Ronnie. He acts. 
He acts like he's trying not to slit his wrist for being on the set of She's All That. He's totally plowed. Uh, do we still use the word plowed? Oh, I plow every night. Okay. <laughs> My fields. Because I'm just an innocent farmer. Is that a joke? Isn't he gay? Whatever. Is that a joke or just like, uh, like a, a thing we're throwing there? This is the 90s where like, ho- like anti-homosexual rhetoric was like considered funny. Yeah. Oh, we're mentioning them. Therefore, we're cool with them. <laughs> but we're gonna make jokes at their expense. Yeah. Right. This actually does kind of look like a like and cutting loose. I'm drinking a cutting loose. Hey, is that statutory hotels? <laughs> You're sponsored by them. <laughs> that also looks like the Hollywood Hills. That doesn't look like fucking Florida. That just looks like somebody's house in the hills. Oh, for sure. Wow, that is a terrible dream. Is Statutory Hotels just private property? <laughs> it has to be. Just some dude's house? It's actually on uh, Native American land, so like, it doesn't abide by uh, American like regulations and stuff. Oh. I love her character. She's like the worst human being ever, and no human being is actually this awful, and it's delightful. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And Matthew Lillard. Oh, drink. Oh, yeah, people... We should be drinking a lot, actually. We were missing up here. Yeah, I love Matthew Lillard. He doesn't really do much now, does he? Yeah, he does. He's in movies. Uh, he's he's older now, so he doesn't do. I'm the goofy guy. I'm, now he does like I'm the kind of um, strange or kind of a dickhead. It's kind of his thing. I always confuse Matthew Lillard, or I, I guess the characters he's cast as, with Tom Green. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I feel like they play the same person in their movies. Oh, okay, yeah. I, I guess, like, Tom Green's one degree higher than Matthew Lillard and kind of more absurdist. Matthew Lillard's just like, I'll say anything and they have a completely straight face and do that. He has higher standards for comedy. Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, I do like how he was a participant in the flashback, though. As, like, a... She's describing it. He's, mm-hmm. like, following along, like, almost like a dream sequence. It would be way funnier if he was in it more. It would be funny if if he's standing in the, in the background watching them bang on the bed. That would be hilarious. Yeah, he's like, oh, oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You never did that, that with me. I think that would be, like, way funnier to have, like, go go full with it. But it's, it's a nice touch of, like, something creative going on here. And is she 18? Because um... we just... I, this is really skirting some weird moral issues now that I'm watching this. This is the 90s liberation, man. I can do what I want with my body. But I think I, I think they, they offset it later that they're all 18. Because they, they said they're five weeks from graduation, so you're under the assumption they're 18. <laughs> A lot of assumptions, though. Yeah. I want the art teacher to be like, what, what the fuck are you reading that's talking about Mogadishu riots? <laughs> <laughs> it was in Teen Magazine. this is probably the funniest scene of all because i don't understand it yeah (laughs) (laughs) i mean i understand bullying but is this really how bullying works we're like wow that's so good you know to make it better if you killed yourself that's what i don't get i guess it would i could see that as a facebook comment (laughs) yeah nowadays but like this this seems like I think I can't tell if they're joking or if they're legitimately telling her to kill herself. It's a weird kind of like there's no humor in what they're saying. They're very straight up. I know. I think it'd be funnier if they were like dumb and they're like, oh my God, like 
that's what would make you famous if you killed yourself. And they're like serious. They're like seriously trying to help her. Yeah. Not like this, well, maybe you should die. It's more like this catty kind of back. Yeah. She's a small face. She's a little, little person. Yeah. And we have no reason. Like, why? There's no background. Oh, drink. Usher. Did did your high school have a person that just announced over the loudspeaker? Like a radio DJ? Oh, yeah, of course. We were at uh, Radio DJ High. (laughs) Keep your head up. I've never heard of this. I'm going to keep your head up because it's an old Tupac thing. Oh, yeah. And the next minute, you're not. Mamba, badass Mamba Jamba. No, it was Jahamba. He <laughs> fucked the light up. If only I could be a badass Mamba Hajamba. <laughs> he's tall. Matthew Lillard's really tall. No, he's, just, he's a tall, gangly person. I can relate. <laughs> I've always liked Matthew Lillard. He's my favorite part in Scream. I love him. In, he's um, just making out SLC, with his high SLC Punk. Yeah, and he's and he's so dumb and oblivious. I love it. He's just the a free spirit of stupid, right? He, how is he the bad guy in this? I can bump monkeys with every one of them. Drink again, everybody. I'm so sorry. Oh my god! And this whack shit. Mm. Mm. I have to refill my drink. I'm already almost out. Same as bad. Oh, this girl's an institution. I don't think there's any high school or whatever say like that. No high schooler talks about this. Ugh. Like, like, really? They're just like, let's go play Call of Duty, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I like how he's trying to, like, deconstruct the hierarchy of the female while he is the, the alpha male. <laughs> the fucking to be... patriarchy. Burn it down. Is that a Chelsea Clinton reference? Yeah, I know. No high schooler knew who Chelsea Clinton was. I don't know. If, I know she's like more active now, but she's older. That's why they would know what that reference is. That's weird. It's a weird thing. It must be like the 50-year-old man who wrote this put that in there. I always think about the Rush Hour line like, Damn, who do you think you kidnapped? Chelsea Clinton? And Willie? <laughs> yeah, that's the only Chelsea Clinton reference I can ever think of is Chris Tucker doing bloopers about saying that. I don't know. I don't, I don't remember those bloopers. I gotta check those. Out, I guess. But, uh, this is the uh, part in the film where we um, have the bet introduced. The dumbest thing to base this entire fucking thing around. Because it's not even like they go full into it and pick someone who's... Everybody has a big Jimmy. I'm not sure if that's a 90s reference, but I'm drinking to that. <laughs> god damn it, I'm going to be out here. But like... Oh god, I fucking hate that. Nah, she's ugly. What about her? Nah, she's ugly too. He just picks a hot chick that trips. And he's like, yeah, her. Rectal archaeology. Nice. Okay, like, this is the the plot of the film. This is the establishment, and Freddie Prince Jr. is an absolute, like, and I just cannot, like, forgive him. Like, I just, I I can't get over, like, how (laughs) awful of a human being he is. He's just a piece of shit, and I just cannot get over this. And why is she fucking walking like that? She's just clomper-stomping around, like, (laughs) you're gonna get shin splints. They, like, because they couldn't hire 
a homelier looking actress because you wouldn't do that in a studio film. So they have to put her and pretend ugly and do these things because she's not an ugly person. She's a very attractive like actress. So it's like, and like, they didn't even go with like a shallow how thing where it's like, maybe they get an actress that's way overweight or something, but you know, you fall in love with their personality, mm-hmm. that type of thing. No, they're like, Oh no, she's gotta be hot. I don't have no fat chick. Yeah, but the Tell House is, like, even more absurdist, where it's like, come on, like, it's obviously right. a stunt double. This is just, like, let's just half-ass this. Here's a weird thing. Did you notice that, that the brother has a a um, uh, earpiece? Not earpiece, what is it called? Yeah, um, I just noticed it on this viewing. Like... I, I didn't notice that until, like... Almost the end of the film, I just randomly like, oh, he has like hearing aid. I didn't know that at all. Yeah. Yeah, I did not. That was a weird addition. I don't know why he does, but he does. I think it's because they add more to them bullying him because they call him Spaz and he does weird things, but then just to add more to that thing there. Yeah. I love that TV. <laughs> so boxy. <laughs> oh, God. That's like way 90s. I remember, like, I guess. And a pack win, drink. Ugh. Rebound skank. Ugh. I guess this is a n- next thing for us to do. Um. Really quickly before you do that one, uh, no- notice what he's doing in his hand right now. Mmm. Also, look, it's uh, Suki. And a pack one. Ah, yeah, Suki. <laughs> But watch what he's doing in his hand right now. He's doing this, so it kind of sets up that he can, I guess, juggle a ball. <laughs> All right, so. <laughs> That's called setup and payoff, ladies and gentlemen. It's because the 50-year-old man who wrote this movie understood, like, you got to kind of set things up there. Oh, I guess I'll go with that then. So this is some trivia. Mm-hmm. Famous director, writer, slash actor M. Night Shyamalan claims to have ghostwritten this script. i'm going some bullshit false there it's totally true no claims to have ghostwritten she's all that and the director of this film says he did but the writer says he's full of shit (laughs) i'm drinking i lost but my god night (laughs) shamalon the twist is they're not 18 ah I recognize that mom, too. I don't know if I'm aware, so I'm not going to drink yet. He's a high schooler that has a stegodon. Like, th- his room is like a five-year-old. <laughs> it's a stegosaurus. Oh, okay. <laughs> Damn it. I actually pride myself on my paleontology. Stegonon looks like a Pokemon. <laughs> Wait, he has a UCLA and USC sticker? What the fuck is this room? And he has a picture of a young African-American girl on his thing. Life must be hard for him, getting accepted into every Ivy League school. White privilege is the movie, I'm telling you. This is like... It really is. All the problems, like, he has this issue with his dad that's resolved in five minutes later, so... <laughs> Does my tattoo look red? Nobody looks like shit. <laughs> look, that looks <laughs> infected. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it looks like he got some gut out of his van to do it. <laughs> Did we drink to a Dwayne Wade's wife? Oh, Gabrielle Union? Yes! God, why do I never remember her name? I just know dumb things. Mm. I, I keep thinking on the left is Elijah Dushku, but it's not. I would have put Elijah Dushku in there. 
Oh my god, I had such a crush on her when I was younger. Still do. Did she say first day of her period? Um, only half paying attention to this. Part. I am so confused by a lot of the writing. Oh, no, it's because the 50-year-old man who wrote this thinks he knows how female, like, young girls talk. It's referencing, uh, Color Me Bad, a 90s thing. <laughs> I'm drinking because I can't tolerate it. <laughs> <laughs> so she Like, no one would be her friend. She's so, like, awful. Yeah, she's just mean. The customer's always right, bitch. Mm-hmm. And if he wants some fucking matzo balls, you get him some goddamn matzo balls. I love, this guy is so sincere. <laughs> he is acting so sincerely about ordering you a bowl. <laughs> he's, he's trying. And this is like the dumbest fucking thing ever. Like, they're trying to do like an Alec Baldwin, you know, my sweaty balls, but they don't have SNL writers. <laughs> Come on, they had this with your old man who wrote this. And M.A. Shimlin. Yeah. Apparently. So, <laughs> add it in there. We're going to do a balls joke. He's going to be bald. He's going to talk about balls. <laughs> Why do you wear overalls? Because it makes him look goofier. It's it's simple as that. By the way, that's the actor. I'm going to mess up his name. I don't remember his name, but he's in Daredevil, and he's fantastic. I know. We drank to that already, I thought. Oh, I don't remember. That was, that was so long ago in this <laughs> hour and a half movie. Feels like a year and a <laughs> half. She wore her paint shoes. And he took that? Maybe she helped her dad paint the house that day. Well, they're, they're different colors, so obviously he didn't paint the house like Technicolor unless they got some problems. I like how they do the whitest thing, too, where he's not like a stud football player. They're like, he doesn't look like he could play football. He plays soccer. He's a star soccer player. Well, I, that's a white thing where it's like you're a sports, like you're a student body president, and you have a high GPA. It's kind of like the, the privilege package, really. Might as well make him a fucking captain of the tennis team. <laughs> and make him like a, uh, a minority, too. Be like, this is the perfect win for college. <laughs> Could have cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. If you'd like to cancel us, you could read us at our social media. <laughs> Oh my god. It's okay. Ronnie's a minority. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. So this is the part where uh, this is supposed to be the witty banter and back and forth between our really intelligent witty um, protagonists. Oh, I can't even pay attention. I just hear shovel noises in the background as we dig ourselves deeper. <laughs> Super size my balls. Harry Weinstein wrote that headline himself. <laughs> he did produce this, didn't he? Yeah, him and his brother, the Weinsteins. It's uh, Miramax. <sighs> wow. I actually like this art piece, and I don't get how no one laughs. Because I, the first time watching this dude, was losing my shit. I 100% do not understand this scene at all on any level. Like, I get it if they're making fun of these people and these artistic, like weirdos but then he gets up there and does it so i don't understand how to feel on this scene <laughs> i love this scene though it, like this is the hilarious hey that actor ends up being in stuff too <laughs> do you think he is the fat guy from lost 
Oh, is that him? No. Oh. <laughs> I keep thinking this is like Mick Jagger or um, uh, what's the guy's name, that British actor? Steve Coogan. That would be awesome. I love Steve Coogan. Why are they little people? I, I don't know. But I want to go to a show like this. And just drink and be like, yay! As he starts a trash can fire. We should go in that trash can. <laughs> this is a visual representation of how I feel watching this movie. I love that. That's my favorite joke is he's trying to like clap to be like, <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't know what the fuck's going on, but I'm going to clap to be respectful. It's not over. <laughs> oh, shit. I wish this film would be silent and be still. <laughs> like her like her um the crow makeup oh that's a good movie i love the crow i know we can't really watch it because we know it's good we can do that i don't believe okay i don't believe that this podcast can't watch good movies i think he's refused to pick good movies <laughs> it's like when i'm out of movies and i'll be like i guess we'll watch shawshank <laughs> <laughs> This week we're doing a three-hour cast on The Godfather, <laughs> my literal favorite movie, but instead we're watching She's All Fucking That. Aren't they remaking The Godfather? If they do, they need to die. <laughs> Speaking of which, here's my trivia. They oh. are remaking this movie. Oh, that has to be true. They are making a remake of this movie, and it's actually uh, starring some like uh, TikTok person, like TikTok star. Oh, no. Like, they're going full, like generational like reboot of this movie i think we're owed some fucking residuals because i say that we wrote this movie from the grave <laughs> people didn't know she's all that till i brought it up there's so much so many so much irony behind what you just said that i can't even like begin <laughs> to unwrap this right now i am a golden <laughs> god <laughs> <laughs> and that tops it <laughs> I guess I'll hit you with some trivia right now. Do it, because this part is so stupid. Uh, Freddie Prince Jr. is married to co-star Rachel Leah Cook in real life. She's nobody. I go with false. Yeah, that's false. He's married to Sarah Michelle Gellar. I love Sarah Michelle Gellar, because she was Daphne. So does And he. Buffy. They have many adopted childrens. Oh, that's nice of them. Now, moving past them being good people, this seems fucking stupid. I it, you I used to like it, but now it's annoying. But I, I of the whole movie, it's not the most annoying thing. He's like, um, okay, uh, I'll do hacky sacking for these people. Maybe they'll like that. Okay, so let me break this down. Why I hate this scene? <laughs> this is so this is so irritating. Because if this is played as a joke, like he's just half assing his way through this, and they just start laughing at him. It would be perfect because they know he's full of shit, but they actually applaud him, implying that all of this, this entire scene is nonsense. All of this abstract art is nonsense, so he gets no props. So this doesn't make any sense at any level. And who's doing the music and lighting? Who's like, oh, I, got, I know what to do with this. Because then who's the real artist? Uh, I don't think you've ever heard of impromptu improv hacky sack music dude like it's a thing bro i guarantee you somewhere it is if it is hit us up on our social media <laughs> and then go fuck yourself yeah and 
shove that hacky sack right up your artistic asshole, you start bleeping everything. Just mother <laughs> sucking hacky sack. I didn't even say anything that bad yet. I was going to say it's but... <laughs> We're not watching Godzilla, so we can't do slurs. <laughs> oh, I get to pick next. Oh my god, I'm not prepared. I got, I got an hour to think about this. Okay. Oh my I god. have a whole oh list god. and I highlight them weeks in advance, so I can't change my mind. That doesn't make sense. It, ha it doesn't have to. This is like a serious moment, and I wish I started laughing at him. That would be the perfect payoff to this. They just start laughing at him, going, What the fuck are you One doing? One guy's just bro? like, Boo. The black guy goes, Got the stage, cracker. I believe this is perfect. I would have had Rob Schneider be like, Oh, suck. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like dressed like a Cajun. <laughs> he needs money at the time. You know, Adam Sandler's still making Netflix movies. Oh, don't worry. I have something surprise for you for for our next podcast. Don't worry about it. No, no, Adam Sandler. Don't worry about it. Oh man, he called it a beanbag. It's a hacky sack, you stupid idiot. Beanbag is what you sit in, which I had in college. Which I wish beanbag chairs would come back. Those are the best. They are. You can still buy them. It's not like they're extinct, like the dinosaurs. I know, but no one accepts them. My fiance, if I if she came home and I had a beanbag chair here, she'd be like, "Get it the fuck out of this house." Now. Well, if you put it in like your your like um your uh, patriarchy cave, then you'd be fine. Like patriarchy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm calling it. I'm... My dad of patriarchy. <laughs> I do. I'm I'm calling all things out now from now on. I'm calling the patriarchy cave or the den of patriarchy from now on. Meanwhile, the hall of patriarchy. <laughs> <laughs> Superman and Batman told Wonder Woman what to do. No girls allowed. <laughs> why is she upset by this? Uh, I don't get why she's upset by the, the compliment of her eyes. It's like, the patriarchy is now compliment in my eyes. I must leave. He's like, wow, you're really pretty. She's like, fuck you. <laughs> you didn't compliment my, my intelligence or my vulva. How dare you? What? I hate that line more than anything in this entire world. Surreal? Ugh. Here we go back to statutory hotels. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really starting to think statutory hotel is just some dude's track home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's called Hollywood Hills. This brings me to my next point, and I have a point of contention. Beds on the floor. I don't get what oh the big deal against him is. There is a whole system of that has been created to make you buy furniture to put furniture on to keep it off the floor. You're not sleeping on the floor. You're sleeping on a mattress. Box springs, headboards, all this were created by furniture co-ops in order to fucking take more money out of your pockets for things you don't need. I think it's adorable if you're in college, but if you're trying to bed a real human being that's, like, above the age of 18, you should definitely have furniture off the ground. Or at least a mattress off the ground. Statutory Hotels doesn't believe in. <laughs> of course not. Uh, we have no box springs, only box TVs. That's right. Remember those plasma TVs, how big they were? I think my parents had one. 
because I grew up with white privilege. But <laughs> I remember distinctly playing Halo on the Xbox, and I left it paused and went to soccer practice or something. Oh my God, am I Freddie Prince Jr.? Uh, okay, but uh, I went to soccer practice, <laughs> and I came back, and my dad wanted to beat the shit out of me because Halo, where I paused it, was burned permanently into the screen. So no matter what you were watching, <laughs> you saw the fucking assault rifle shooting an elite. <laughs> you, uh, your dad apparently bought the uh, the Walmart brand plasma TV. <laughs> well, he bought them like right when plasma TV. He was a big techie, so like he bought them like with the first generation. And the problem with that was anyone knows that it gets hot and it will burn the screen with whatever image is left there. Busy Wigan drink. Oh, Wigan, drinking. Major, major Wiggins, bro. Drink. I didn't know he was a Wig. <laughs> what, is he going against the Tories? <laughs> I like how you lost your shit to that. I did. No one's going to laugh at that but me. <laughs> that's a uh, that's a highbrow joke that our listeners not used to. You're welcome. If that you was a good to, one. I... That is that is joke of the podcast. I give it to you. <laughs> Yay! Well, good thing all those kids will get here sponsored by Statutory Hotel. So I want to make a point too. Is everyone always use it like pool guy? Is always like the reference to oh you're poor you just do this shit. Every pool guy I knew owned his pool business and actually made really good money. Especially if you live in the OC. Yeah, like a pool service in California is actually a very, used to be, I don't know now, it's probably saturated, but it was a very lucrative market. <laughs> yeah, well, I think it's because they're trying to copy um, Pretty in Pink and the, the dad in that's like a kind of half bum but they don't want to call a pool person a bum so they're saying like he's kind of i don't know he's like a half written character anyways he's like goofy yeah he's a drunk but later he gives her the perfect advice of hey go fuck pretty prince jr yeah because he has money yeah i'm sick of being poor well he'll he'll like you can do your art artsy bullshit and he'll be rich like do that thing (laughs) all right this is a good enough time for uh uh a trivia? Oh, this is a fun one. Alright, true or false? This film was the last film to be reviewed by the movie critic Gene Siskel. He gave it a, he gave it a favorable review. Oh, uh, he was probably fucked out of his mind on chemo, so yeah, I'm gonna go with true. True. It was his last film he reviewed and he gave it a good mark. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, the radiation has like ruined my brain. I love this movie. Here's another weird scene where you're like, oh, yeah, these chicks are hot. They're all in bikinis. And you're like, wait, they're supposed to be 17. Yeah. They're obviously not 17, thank God. But, Jesus. I like how they make fun of her because she has a, a one piece. Bobo's on Super Freak. Super Freaky! Drinking. I'm going to start calling things. I'm going to start calling boobs Bobo's and see how that goes. Oh, I thought you called them bozos. He called he called her tits bobos. Bobos. Jesus Christ. Uh, come on, who wants to play volleyball? No. 
This guy looks like ten years older than he probably is. He's got like an interesting like, like uh, I know him from Ballers. He's one of the the guys in Ballers, so I know he's an actor. But he looks like mm. older than he's supposed to. Mm-hmm. He's a very mature looking face. Ah, these people are awful. I'm in, and I thought she was gonna be in and like crush it. And they're gonna be like, "Wow, she's good," but. No, they just all suck. No, though they're like that would imply that women are equal to men and like can actually play really well. The whole point of this is the joke is like, oh, she's gonna try, and that's like good enough. While the guys like can just <laughs> beat them still. I uh, know. So these guys' dick egos are not ruined. Sit in their dens of patriarchy. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is brought to you by Dens of Patriarchy. <laughs> Call today. To get yours installed. You get a beanbag, a plaza TV, <laughs> and, a, and, a, and a bottle of Coke wine. We also come with posters of Bobos. Haha, <laughs> 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 we're having so much fun. You get a neon sign saying, uh, Tick old Bitties. <laughs> Big old Bobos. <laughs> <laughs> get those Bobos in the baggins. <laughs> That's stupid. Hey! Uh, oh, Paul Walker is such a shit. Uh, <laughs> this movie, he's just God. the biggest asshole. This really was written by M. Night Shyamalan. <laughs> what beach is this? Oh, uh, I don't know. I think this Laguna. You're our, 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 you're our beach um, guru, so you know. You think it's like Laguna? Or do you think. That's probably LA. That's probably in LA. Somewhere. I don't know. Is that Lil' The joke will be honest. It's probably in like Oregon because it's like a good tax write-off. That's true. They just drug that lifeguard tower there. He put so much of his time during the last eight weeks of his high school career on a fucking stupid bet. I mean, he's already in Yale and Harvard, so... But, like, I would be parting my mind out right now. If I'm going to go to Yale, my grades don't matter anymore. I can just get shit-faced for eight weeks. Like, if, if I had that ability and they had these crazy rich parties, why would I be wasting my eight weeks on a stupid bet? Ronnie's movie would be a blend of She's All That and Train Spotting. <laughs> Hell yeah, tons of heroin. Heroin for everybody. This kid's a fucking animal. <laughs> He just dipped his fingers in peanut butter and then into the jelly. I've lived with people like that in college. You could burn in hell. And I like the dad who smokes cigarettes indoors and watches Jeopardy. And drinks and doesn't know that there's people inside of his house. Right? In a second. And just gives wrong answers to Jeopardy. I want to live that dad's life. Where all I do is clean pools and then I smoke cigarettes and drink beer at 10 in the morning while giving wrong answers to Jeopardy. Do you think he thinks those answers are actually correct or he's like 100% that stupid? Oh no, genius of that level is fully unintentional. <laughs> okay. So, okay, okay, so Shane's uh, fan theory is that Kevin Pollock here is actually a genius and he's mocking Jeopardy by giving fake answers. Yes. Yeah. I would slap that kid. Padre with cheese. I don't get that. Add on his peanut butter in his hand. If there was cheese in his hand, I get it. But now I don't get it. I would slap the fuck out of that kid with my <laughs> peanut butter <laughs> hand. Like, you fucking animal. <laughs> 
Well, his potential does not tolerate or accept beating those who have physical disabilities. Also, a problem with this is, can you imagine? <laughs> nice, nice, nice to flex. I don't care. <laughs> no, he's like, this is the JV soccer team. What would your mother say if this 18, 19-year-old dude comes and goes, your kid's coming with me? Why? Uh, I, he's going to clean my friend's house because he's JV. No. In the hierarchy of class presidents actually important in this society for some fucking reason, sure, take my kid. Yeah. Like the JV kids wouldn't be like, um, how about no? How about I go have sex with your mom? Okay. Before we um, jump into more dumb shit, here we go. We, we get the <laughs> Paris. <laughs> um, this is the point where we get our signature drink here. This young boy is going gonna, is gonna to make... Freddie Prince Jr., a quote-unquote margarita. Watch what he gives him. This is where I got the idea for a drink, where I am now intoxicated and very upset. I'm getting real drunk. He also bartends part-time at statutory hotels. (laughs) (laughs) He has uh, two jobs there. I won't list the second job, but you guys can fill in the blanks. (laughs) So he grabs a a bottle. Yeah, he grabs a bottle of, like, um, Puerto Rican like wine and pours it into this margarita and then he adds cola and that's where i get inspired and then freddie prince drinks it like it's actually okay uh, they're dusting curtains and why isn't his dad weirded out that all these like children randomly came into his house or doing a maid service well that's the joke in a second if you don't remember is it flips around and goes who the fuck are these people he says and then it's like oh he's a drunk or he's funny i don't get he's just whatever they want him to be that is why drunk. I hate this movie so much. Like romantic comedies are not my thing in general, but this movie is so underwritten and so like we're gonna go for the bottom of the barrel of stupid humor. Is is so annoying to me. <laughs> the Gutenberg, right? Hewlett Packard. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Who are you, people? <laughs> If you're thinking like shrooms, maybe they'd be even funnier. <laughs> know, you should have like, been like, oh, I really need to stop taking those sh- mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do a rewrite of M. Night Shyamalan's She's All That. There we go. There, there's the joke. You sure this is a margarita? Yeah, I do. Okay, here we go. Side note, if you haven't noticed, that's a, um, that's a Colkin child. One of the numerous Colkin children who were forced into uh, acting. Servitude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, They've all turned out pretty okay, considering. Yeah, you know, all things. Macaulay Culkin's like my hero. He cracks me up when he does podcasts and stuff. Oh, yeah. Him and Shia LaBeouf are my spirit animals. But um, you wouldn't be a romantic comedy from the 90s if there wasn't Sixpence Done the Richer's Kiss Me playing as there's right. a reveal. This is weird. I don't know if this is like funny or if this is like serious that she's nervous and won't come down or is this like... They just did it because they wanted to change up from normal 90s or 80s movies. Ugh. Oh my god, she looks exactly the same but with the red dress. Right? They just took the dress off. She got a haircut too, I think. <laughs> they gave her a bob. <laughs> uh, she should have fell like hard, like onto the floor, just like with a big thump. That would have been funny. become a Tom that. Green movie where it's like she's bleeding out blood right? profusely. <laughs> that would have been hilarious. Like, instead of like, you know, she's like, oh, I tripped. And he's like, oh, I caught you. Like, she should have been just like, 
Whoa! And just like rolled down the stairs like. Like some Isn't that where that Rory here? Culkin looks like a, an older man trapped in a young boy's body? <laughs> Help! Get me out! This <laughs> cursed me! <laughs> you can't say that word anymore. God damn it! They're called aromas, apparently, even though they call themselves that when they're evil in movies. Alright. Have a good time. All right, damn. Hey. He's got to say damn. It's a party. I don't know if that's just like my stupid brain triggered or that's just like, <laughs> that's just the thing. That's Statutory Hotels Miami. <laughs> bow, bow, bow. Don't use a condom. Bow, bow, bow. No protection. Bow, bow. Pull. That's optional. Bow, bow. We ain't got no condoms here. <laughs> if she was white, that'd make more sense because she just started throwing some Spanglish. No one in here is in high school. Do you see how old that extra was in the back? He had gray hair. <laughs> he was smoking a fucking cigar and had gray hair. <laughs> Why is Grandpa in the background? <laughs> this isn't where I was supposed to be. This isn't the club. Oh, shit. That's Harvey Weinstein right there. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> he gets half off at the uh, non-consent hotel. Is he still alive? I know he's in prison now. Is oh, that... uh, here's here's my trivia that I know. <laughs> oh, boy. Harvey Weinstein has, since being uh, put in prison, has six new allegations. So he's either... Really enjoying prison, or these are just like backlog accusations. <laughs> the prisoners are filing sexual harassment. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, Harvey! I thought our last podcast gets canceled. If it doesn't, this is the one. <laughs> Give us some trivia, Shane. We gotta move on. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Um, here we go. She's all that was Paul Walker's breakout film. Like, this is the film that made him famous and got him, like, Fast and Furious and Varsity Blues and stuff. 98, yes. True. False. It was oh, shit. Meet the Deedles. I thought it was going to be Tammy and the T-Rex. <laughs> <laughs> was he in Tammy and the T-Rex? Mm-hmm. Oh, my He's God. He's the boyfriend, the brain, and the jar. Oh, that's right. No, this was at Meet the Deedles, I think, it came out, like, one year earlier than this, and then he did Varsity Blues, and She's All That, and that got him. I don't know what the fuck Meet the Deedles is. Neither do I, but apparently it was his breakout film. That was the one that got him noted, right? This is weird. She's trying to be kind of compassionate, and this could be, like, a good turning point for this bitch character to, like, learn something, but instead she just doubles down on being an absolute awful human being. Right? She could just be like, thank you. That was really nice. Like, begrudgingly. Because when I'm, like, that drunk and messed up, I'm way more like, thank you for helping me. And she's like, I'm going to be a bitch still. I would have been there and be like, thank you, Tom Cruise, for <laughs> helping me expel my demons. <laughs> I accept this award on behalf of Oprah and all the girls out there. <clears throat> By the way, you have a really nice ass, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> This broadcast is sponsored by Consensual Hotels. I just, I like how, like, she passes out, and now she's going to take advantage of her passing out. And she's not like, are you okay? <laughs> like, that lady could be dead. Well, on, I guess, the flip side, she didn't, like, have sex with her, like, pretty Prince Jr. Paul Walker probably would, so. I could picture that in a Tom Green movie. Passes out, she's like, I'm going to have fun with you. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> that's not a Tom Green movie. That's a Harvey Weinstein movie. Oh, yeah. 
And I like how this is, like, embarrassing. I think he would be a hit of the party if he did this. If everyone was drunk and messed up like he is, they would love this. They'd be like, yes, this guy this is going at it. is what I'm talking about. Right? If, like, us as a... Well, we're not sober, but, like, if a sober audience is watching this, you'd be embarrassed for him. But if you're a bunch of dumb high schoolers and drunk, when there was some high schoolers, like, you would be like, this guy's hilarious. Right? He'd be a hit. <laughs> if you want to be cool kids at parties, do this. Hell yeah. <laughs> My high school career wasn't a complete flop. <laughs> I relate to Matthew Lillard's character. When I get when I was drunk when I was supposed this age, I would do this crazy kind of shit. Not that I ever drank underage, but I was quite an embarrassment. But I was an embarrassment sober too, so... <laughs> The podcast entitled Wasted Potential and No Way It Condones Underage Drinking. Also, attend statutory hotels. They don't ID. <laughs> <laughs> and cut. Why does there actually be a fucking hotel chain called Statutory Hotels and we're just like, just stacking a lawsuit against us? It'd be in Germany. <laughs> this is bullshit! <laughs> They're talking about the hotel! They're ruining us! They think we have sex with children! <laughs> We are trying to save this podcast <laughs> by making this joke. Oh my god, this is so bad. <laughs> I thought the last time we recorded this podcast was a shit show. This is way worse. <laughs> uh, These are jokes, for God's sake. We're making jokes. Have mercy on us. We're just making jokes. Wow, she did really good with makeup. She did. It's like they pay a Hollywood person to do that to make her juggle out, uh, makeup look good. <laughs> if I if I knew an ICP song, I'd sing it right now, but I don't. Wait, they're both wearing red. What does that mean? He's just making her into her. But that like that would be like a deeper conversation and problem with like internalizing characters. They don't even do that. They just do red because obvious like juxtaposition they should fight she should have been like okay and just punched her that'd have been awesome you bitch and just yeah. slap her and start yeah, cat right? fighting this is a james bond film in the 90s. and then and then paul walker be like whoa, whoa, whoa let him work it out let him work it out <laughs> <laughs> or start throwing dollar bills or like throwing net at them give him room give him room give him ladies the- ladies there's a pool outside. Get him to the den. I have a mud bath in there. <laughs> Your spam a wasted perfectly good yearbook space. Drinking to that stupid wine. God, she is like so evil. I love her. Ugh. She is like 100% the worst human being. Oh, yeah. God, we're only 48 minutes in. And I feel like we're an hour and a half in. This movie's a slog. Is he wearing a black top and, like, dark brown pants? Yeah. When it backs out, look again, because if so, then fashion police should be ticketing <laughs> Wee-woo, <him>. wee-woo! <laughs> All of a sudden, like, this, like, over-the-top, flamboyant gay character comes in and goes, like, here's a ticket! <laughs> <laughs> this is for those comments earlier, you bitch. <laughs> Get woke. <laughs> uh, I gotta stop. I gotta stop. Uh, <laughs> that, 
Um, if, if we keep doubling down on these jokes, we're going to get in trouble. <laughs> I, I have uh, another trivia. Please. So this one, uh, this film pays homage multiple times to the band Hanson, famous for their one-hit wonder, Mbop. Um, I'm gonna guess I'll go true. It sounds true. Damn, you've hit every one, haven't you? No, I missed one of them. Yeah, the M.A. Shamalan one. I was like, there's no fucking way. It's true. Apparently, there's like pictures of them in the background. There's an album in his room or something. Like, there's a bunch of Hanson all over this film. In his room? Yeah. There's a Hanson poster. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, there's a lot of weird tones in this movie. <laughs> Sutton tells me there's more writers than just M. Night Shyamalan, or it was just all from his twisted brain. How weird did they have, like, a couple bits of tile in those rocks? It's Look at that. feng shui. But it's weird because, like, only I or a giant could, like, make those steps. <laughs> like, no, no normal human being can make those steps in, like... Why are those steps there? That's what I'm saying. Like, it's weird. Are those, like, covering up some kind of panels or some kind of, like, electrical know. thing? Or are they just there because this is L.A.? Man, he is fat. He's got a bag of Cheetos in his breast pocket, and he's eating a Snickers? Um, looks like a hundred grand. And he takes a briefcase to school? Well, he's getting ready for his role as uh, Foggy Nelson in here at the <laughs> lawyer. Man, I should have taken fucking briefcase to school. That's, like, just hipster enough to be cool. William Henry Harrison High School? Could you pick a more worthless fucking president? Really? Yeah, he doesn't do anything. He hasn't balanced the budget. He hasn't <laughs> done anything. He hasn't saved us from any kind of pandemic. He was fucking worthless. <laughs> that looked like a commercial shot. Wait. Yeah. Why'd you nominate me? I nominated you. I nominated you. Look at little Kim on the left there just having nothing to work with. Just giving nothing. They paid all that money to have Lil' Kim and nothing. It's so crazy because she's not like even like a... Lil' Kim's persona is huge. Big deal. Like, look at me. I'm in your face. Yeah. And all she is is the small person. She's just literally the little Kim. <laughs> also, do we drink because they had pagers? Uh, I, I will. All right. I endorse drinking. This girl me. wears the same outfit, just different colors in every scene. I think Harvey Weinstein was actually the costume designer. Oh, he definitely had a, a bit in this. Hopefully all our shots at Harvey undo everything else we've said in this podcast. <laughs> They're so woke, they care about women's rights, but not kids. <laughs> oh, man. We're done. <laughs> Shut it off. So Shut many, it. So many bleeds. So many Burn bleeds. It. You know what would be funnier than that is, like, he looks at her and says, you're just, like, an awful human being and dumps her because, like, she's so mean and he's so, like, free-spirited and fun. But instead they had to do, like, that callback joke. I know. Ugh. And then she's like... I hate this movie so much. Ugh. And, then and I hate you more for making me watch this four times. And number one, this is, like, soccer practice. This isn't a game. They're just scrimmaging. Yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely a scrimmage, yeah. And they're like... What's wrong with you, man? Like, who gives a fuck how you perform in scrimmage? And side note, all of his, like, moves were fantastic until the shot. Yeah. Looked like he was fine. Then he missed an open net. No, yo. What's wrong with you? He's like, I missed. 
Yeah, the, the, like that would make more of an impact if you actually lost a game. It's a scrimmage. Did the, did the movie not have the budget for a game, or they just think like people wouldn't notice what a scrimmage is? I know they just didn't want to take the time. Which brings me to my next piece of trivia. Uh, the prom dance sequence originally wasn't scripted and was actually never going to be filmed. It was added to add length to the movie. Oh my god. With this movie, that sounds true, but I'm going to say false because no one's that incompetent. It is true. Oh they my. didn't have enough time, so they padded the time with an unscripted prom dance sequence. This scene is weird because Paul Walker's saying you haven't been late in a while, Freddy, and apparently you can't jerk off, so then therefore you're going to lose a contest, even though they're like testosterone. This is the weirdest scene. It's so strange, as they're half naked. It's so homoerotic, I love it. The pro-choice choice. Could you imagine yeah. if we got in a fight and I was like, you haven't been late in a while, and you're like, fuck you! I'm like, you're, <laughs> you're not in your game, man, because you're not fucking. I'll fuck when I want to fuck. You need to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and then two seconds later, you'd be like, yeah, you're right, you're right, bro. I apologize. I haven't came in a while, so I'm you, sorry. I got all this build-up testosterone. Can we, can, can we bro this out? You need to jerk off or we're not friends anymore. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I got a solution. Let's circle jerk this out. This movie has weird tones, makes no sense. There's so much blue in that painting. It's blue. All I can think of Tobias Harris bluing himself. I was thinking of um, Blue Bieber. Oh, now she doesn't wear glasses. What if she's like painting and she can't see? She's trying to just live life without glasses. She like. Do they mention contacts? I don't know. I think they did earlier. They mentioned like, why don't you wear contacts? And she goes, I would, but I'm a nerd, and you want me to look uglier. Yeah. Apparently, glasses are ugly, but I think glasses are sexy as hell. I know. No one's like, ew, glasses. I don't know many many people that are like that. They're like ew glasses if your like vision is like ten twelve. <laughs> like they're like oh, huge like where your eyeballs are like magnified. Yeah, right. Oh, this got serious. Cross out that trivia. I guess we only have one more trivia left. We'll hold that off. Since we still have an hour left. No. Jesus H. Thirty nine minutes. I don't know how... I'm sorry, viewers. This is another one where we're just... I'm scraping. No, let's not blame us. Let's blame one person here. <laughs> okay, please tell me. Why did you pick this movie? What is your intention besides to piss me off? Well, my intention was a little bit to piss you off. But I, first of all, was like, man, we should watch 10 Things I Hate About You. And I was like, no, I know that movie's good. And I was like, but I remember She's All That being good. And I was like, well, that will be fun because it's going to be okay and we can shit on it. It's not just not okay. It's not <laughs> all that at all. Okay, so I, I guess apparently Shane had a secret love of rom-coms in the 90s oh, that I have never shared. I used to love rom-coms. You know why? Because my grandpa is the hugest fan of rom-coms. It was Shrek... <laughs> And rom-coms. He watched um, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days probably 400 times in his lifetime. The audience doesn't know who your grandpa is, and I do, and <laughs> I feel like that is the weirdest thing, or maybe your grandpa's hiding something. 
it's really strange. He's, yeah, if you knew my grandpa, you'd be like, what the fuck? Yeah, well, picture anybody's grandpa saying, I love she's all that. And be like, what? <laughs> he, he's just a big softy. So, so right here, I guess we should talk about the movie. Um, this is the part where Rudy Burns Jr. has a problem for literally 45 seconds, and it's resolved. Because they, they want to have him have some kind of character because he has the perfect life and you got to feel bad for this honky-ass rich person. Right. Ah, Tony Robbins, that's a reference. I guess he's still big today, but he's even bigger in the 90s. Well, he's always big. <laughs> Bro, he has a huge slog. But You got in trouble for saying some things about <laughs> making men feel bad about, like, all my clients are nervous about working because women are accusing them of sexual harassment. I'm like, yep, that's, that's got to be their fault. So you're there. And, and I can't even do his voice. It's, like, raspy but powerful. I can't do it because I don't have that kind of, like, bullshit optimism and, like, self-confidence. I can't get... Is he a con artist? I don't know. Cause I, f- I think anybody who's motivational speaker is a con artist one way or the other. I see his whole setup, and I'm like, this is a big con. This seems like a really big con. Okay, let's dive deeper into this shit because nothing else is happening right here because yeah. right now they're kissing. What's the difference between Tony Robbins and, like, an like evangelical preacher? Tony Robbins says fuck. (laughs) Tony Robbins doesn't promise you everlasting life. That's true. He doesn't promise. Well, he does promise a lot. He promises this life will go well for you and you'll be successful, but he doesn't promise you a life after this life. Tony Robbins is trying to make you feel better for this life. His initial investment is a lot less. Here you go. I like this scene. This scene's like a fun kind of combination mm. of reality and quote-unquote joke the real world. It's kind of fun. Which makes me feel like M. Night Shyamalan had no part in writing this. I We should probably mention who the real writer is. I don't um, know. Some 50-year-old man who thinks he can write dialogue for teenagers? Yeah. I don't know who it is. Do you know who it is? No, I've read it somewhere, but I don't know. I'm sure we'll get it in the credits. Ever since I heard that M. Night Shyamalan claims to have ghostwritten, like, that's his big fight. He's gonna be like, fuck you, I, I did that movie. <laughs> I would definitely be like, you want to scrub that shit off my IMDb forever? Yeah, I'm just gonna pocket the money and uh, let someone else take the fall for this one. The real writer was oh, R. Lee Fleming Jr. Oh my god, you're right! Why is there a random picture of Hanson? Okay. This scene is interesting. Right. My question is, did they have these guys write a hip-hop, like, freestyle verses with the name in there? Or did they title this film after they wrote the hip-hop? Interesting. And I, I, it's weird that they added it, too. But it's actually really good. I en- enjoy this part. Is that Christian Bale? It kind of looks like a methy Christian Bale. Oh my god. Okay, so this uh, the writer is R. Lee Fleming and he has these things on his IMDb. Friends, One Tree Hill, and this TV show that my wife and I just finished watching called Light as a Feather. So it's like crappy teenage drama that's terrible writing. Uh. So he's consistent. Huh. Wow. I guess Friends was kind of okay. 
It's just certain. It, he has only like three years. It's probably certain seasons writing. Yeah, and I, he didn't write every episode. He was just a writer on Friends. Rachel Lee Cook's face is constantly. This is stupid, and I'm better than this. Like yeah. she, I think even she knows. She just look at the camera and just say, "Help." <laughs> He's not even like fat. No. He's Hollywood fat. Yeah, that's bullshit. They should have just got... What the fuck is this kid doing? Like, they're like, hey, everyone's got to do their thing. I would have pulled him aside and be like, man. Like, yeah, no one should bully you. But you got to help your case, brother. Don't go around the cafeteria asking people for fresh ground pepper. Except... I'd bully the shit out of him. This could actually be hilarious. I'm trying to think, like, in the proper context. This Sarah Michelle Geller? No, that's not. It looks just like her, though, right? I know, right? But, like, think about a kid on roller skates going around at lunch, being like, fresh ground, Peppa. <laughs> I would laugh my ass off. I'd be like, that's awesome. I'd blow the shit out of that kid if that kid was doing this. It's not because he can't hear. It's because he has no understanding of how you should act around people. Yeah. I like his shirt. I want that shirt. Right? Kill all artists. <laughs> That's a hilarious shirt. And his way of messing with him is showing him porn, and then they have this guy from the American Pie pulling his pubes out. This is a lot. Why didn't they just give him a fucking noogie? Right? Or just, like, make a, a mean joke at him because he's a little different. Right? The pubes. Instead thing. of doing the porn, the pubes, and then Freddie Prince Jr. comes in here and does this, and I feel like him making him eat pubes is probably some kind of harassment. Well, and I like how these bullies who are wearing a shirt that says kill all artists and wear camo are going to let skinny Freddie Prince Jr. tell them what to do. They would just beat the living fuck out of Freddie Prince with brass knuckles. If you're wearing a kill all artist shirt, you have to be like, fuck with me and you're going to die. But this guy's probably got to be a poser then. Let's play what would really happen as he pulls out a switchblade and attacks Freddie Prince. That or like a, a Mac 11 is just spraying the shit out of him because he looks like Columbine killer. For fucking real. Like, this is ridiculous. Or you can just be like, fuck you and turn around and walk away. It should be Freddie Prince and like his remaining friends are behind him. Or like, yeah, motherfucker. What well, he said, he's the class president. You know, like, give it something. But there's no way. And then the messaging here is terrible too. How do you beat a bully? You bully them. How do you beat violence? You use violence. <laughs> this poor actor has to eat hair. It's obviously not pubes, but it's some kind of like fake hair. I'm just like, ugh. At least you got paid. This reminds me of um. His name is Munge. Ugh. ugh. On a another podcast I'm doing, we watched Rio Bravo. Uh -huh. Which go listen to it. It's great. Um, and Rio Bravo is actually a good movie. But we're all sitting there and we're like. So he's trying to bring one guy to justice, and he kills all these people. Doesn't that kind of defeat the purpose? I was like, I, it was John Wayne. I was like, I'll murder each and every one of you to bring that murderer to justice. <laughs> That's kind of the whole like problem with like action films in general. Mm. <laughs> it's like you gotta like have more than one murder. Yeah, of people who are not involved. There's a movie called Into the Furnace, which was seven years ago it's an art house kind of like film i'm not gonna get into that much point being is there's only one action scene and it's when one of the characters gets revenge on the person who kills his brother 
and it's only one action scene, so it's like an entire two and a half hour movie built up to one motion. That's like real life. It's not yeah. really exciting. That's reality <laughs> as opposed to like Die Hard where everyone just gets blasted. Oh yeah, we don't want our movies totally based in reality. Also, the way Paul Walker's dressed right here looks like he works there. He matches the goddamn tablecloth. Seriously, he looks like he works at like um at like a scouts of the America or something. And he's like, hey, he's such a bad actor. I mean, R.I.P. Paul, but you didn't make it on your acting ability. Just a great looking dude. Um, I, I've this is literally the only movie I've seen Paul Walker in, so I can only go off of this script is shit. But he also is very pretty. I'm guessing that kind of helped a lot. He's so hot. Oh, like she wouldn't be like. I've never seen a single Fast and the Furious movie in my entire life. He's so convincing. She bites so hard. Like, him acting like this. She's like, oh, okay. She saw through Freddie Prince Jr. when he walked in, but this, she can't see through it. Right? Let's see, she's questioning herself. What's his motivation? Is it just to get laid? Oh, it's the bet. What's his badge? What is it's, it's for her, for president, I think, right? What a weird badge. But uh, It looks like the Joker. Yeah, his uh, motivation, I guess, is to bone her so that Freddy loses the bet? I think that's what it is. Because we forgot about the bet because he's falling for her. Yeah, they're not even doing the bet anymore. Apparently he is, but they were fighting about him not coming earlier. So I don't. I don't. This is, movie is so annoying, and now we get this point where like Freddie Prince Jr. has his arc. Like I'm gonna because you won't. What? <laughs> he should be holding porn mags. What the fuck is this? Right? He's like he, he should be like, oh my god, you have like. This terrible, disgusting porn, but instead it's like, you're hiding college applications? He's like, Freddy. Hashtag white privilege. Look at you. You've got Harvard letters in here. you got goddamn dinosaurs you made when you are nine in here. Is that a fucking <laughs> rubber snake? Yeah. Oh, it's the room of a nine-year-old. Is this Rory Culkin's room? This it it makes no sense. I'm sorry, son. I want you to go to a good college. Fucking sue me. What mistakes did he make? Did he go to Brown? Like, oh my god, how, like, fucking bougie is this shit? I, I, to this day, I regret going to that barn. <laughs> that fucking community college Yale. <laughs> I should have gone to Harvard. So here's my trivia. What movie is he from? Famous 80s movie, Shane. Tim Matheson. Ooh. Matthews. Ooh, Tim Matthews. Um, Famous 80s, like, rap. Like a brat pack. Oh, um, uh, mall rats. Idiot. No, he's the principal in, um, <laughs> Christmas Club. Oh, damn it. And mall rats isn't even brat pack. Not even close. <laughs> isn't that Jason Lee and stuff? It's Kevin Smith's, like, uh, alum. Oh, fuck. I messed up. Oh, they should brawl. That'd be cool. It's like, oh, that'd be hilarious. This turns into like a West Side Story, <laughs> like kind of like stabbing fingers and they start stabbing. <laughs> oh my god, she is so short. She's just small, period. Like her arms are small, her head's small. She's just a little person. Yeah. Probably weighs like 75 pounds. And that's compared to little Kim. Yeah. And she's little. 
Lil Lil. And I like how he's like entertaining her. Did she almost fall? Did she literally almost fall right yeah. there? Yeah. And they kept that taken? She's probably drunk. It's the only way she could get through this. That's the only way we got through this. Yeah. I'm like spinning right now from all the fucking wine. I am down a bottle. I am and only I, about three-fourths. And I, I, some time and I knew that it was going to be this, so I got a cheap bottle. So I got two. I'll talk about this one after I edit this and post it, but this is like our third or fourth time watching this movie together. We've had some problems. We've, We've had some problems had with this film and this podcast. Technical so. issues, moral issues, and this was the best take that we got. <laughs> God, I gotta listen to this when we're sober. I probably can't even keep this or do a third time doing this. <laughs> At least the bleeps make me laugh. <laughs> so many bleeps. So many bleeps. Enough's enough, bro. Like, I'm gonna have sex with her because you won't. Dude, punch like, him in the mouth. Paul Walker has a punchable face. Yeah, he does. And she's like, yeah, I'm gonna fuck... I don't even know the names of these people. Oh, his name's Zach. Oh, I don't know. Her name is... Lainey? Lani? Leilani? So his name is Zach. Her name is Lainey. And his name is... Paul. Asshole? Chad. <laughs> Chad. Um, Bryron. <laughs> Blake Michael B- Brett Brit? Uh, Crash My Car what's his name oh that would be funny I'd watch this again but recast him and uh, Paul Walker with the Flight of the Concords guys Brit <laughs> <laughs> Brit my engineer you just made a bit give it up I'm gonna have six for the now what's, what's their song you're the uh most attractive girl in the room. What's the song? Oh, um, most beautiful girl in the room. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> that's low. When movie. we're on the street, depending on the street, you're definitely in the top three. And stop before we get flagged. Ah! <laughs> I fucking love the Flight of the Concords. And what we- I hate you. I hate you. This movie's so bad. I hate you so, so much. awful. All I'm thinking about is what we do in the shadows now, and I'm laughing to myself. Have you seen the TV show for that? No. Is it good? It's fantastic. Turn this movie off. Watch what we do in the shadows. Is the TV show. The movie is amazing. TV show is phenomenal, too. Huh. Is he? Oh, it's so good. Watch it. It is 100% hilarious. All the characters are amazing. I've also been watching Shit's Creek. Actually really fun. I haven't. I heard it's really good, but I have not seen it. Uh, you got to get through, like, three episodes, and then it grows on you. Because, like, the first couple episodes, you're like, eh. And then, like, the humor starts to grow on you. Would she Would she tell her family that Freddie Prince Jr. was mean to me? Like, as a teenager, I don't tell my family. They moved the snake onto the fucking, like, um, telescope. I feel like that's some sort of phallic reference. Like, he's just peeping Tom with the telescope. Because the snake's his cock? Maybe that's a stretch. <laughs> this movie's a stretch. <laughs> he's like, hey... You made another shitty painting. Kevin Pollock's like, I was an usual suspect, and so now I'm in, she's all that. <laughs> Who thinks that being a pool man is not a respectable way to make a money? No one really cares how you make money as long as you have it. Right? It doesn't Unless you're like the 1% of like old money, but fuck them, right? Because you can't win oh, their... Oh, those aren't people. They're lizards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
And and they control the media and the government. Eat the rich. (laughs) (laughs) Long, long pork. Long pork. Uh, I I love doing that joke because no one else, like, it makes everyone so uncomfortable when they're like, what are you going to do in the apocalypse? I'm like, oh, I'm going to eat people. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, what? I'm like, oh, yeah, like, I am going to survive. Why would I prep? There's plenty of people around to eat. We should drink every time there's like phallic references. Like if the snake, if telescope, now you have him playing with that like um, that like uh, the hose. plastic tubing right there. She's all phallic. Oh, I like that uh, she caught him to give a speech during his like um, his sober hours. <laughs> He's like, oh, I was gonna get drunk, but I guess I'll not. It's fine. I'm going to be sober for one night, sweetie, because I have to give you a speech, because usually I'm just yelling out fake answers at Jeopardy. (laughs) You know tonight is Jeopardy. (laughs) I don't ask for much. I don't have much, but I have Jeopardy. (laughs) I just want to drink my fake margaritas and watch Jeopardy. Uh, It's just me and Alex Trebek. That's all I fucking have. (laughs) Uh, Now go to the prom. And have some statutory sex. If I was rewriting this in Woke 2020, I'd be like, she would not get with Freddie Prince Jr. She would go have a good time with her best friend right. and then move on. Right, she'd go with uh, what the Dougie or whatever. Foggy Nelson. Yep, they'd have a great time. And she'd be like, hey, hit me up in a few months when you figure your life out. And that's it. Or be like, I'll see you in a year when I come back from my semester at college, and like we'll hang out because we're friends. Yeah. But instead, it's like she's got to find one of these pretty blue-eyed boys, right? It should be like Freddie Prince goes and joins the Peace Corps, and then like he comes back, and he, it ends with him going, "Want to get some coffee?" And she's like, "Sure." Yeah. Boom. Done. That's fair. Instead of wokeness achieved, we did it. We we did this thing. And it's not pretentious at all. Oh, speaking of pretentious, Jesus fucking Christ. Holy Christ, who would wear that to the prom? Jesus. And he's taking his sister to the prom? How is this guy a class president? Who has who made her margaritas in a picture? I I'm so confused. Oh, this is a statutory hotels LA. This is actually our conference room at Story LA. This is um, it's where all our meetings get done, and it's where all the um, the quality film pitching goes. Oh man, did you see that? There was a there was a hairstyle there that was the most '90s thing I've ever seen. It was um, he had Liberty spikes, but like short Liberty spikes. Oh, it's the guy that brings the sex doll. There's always pretty one. amazing. I wish I had the balls to do that in right? high school. That's Lil' Kim and someone else? I know, that guy looks familiar. Oh, he uh, he's actually a, a proprietor of statutory oh, hotels. Fuck me. <laughs> uh, that guy's just having sex with the sex doll. Yeah. That was awesome. As opposed to what? Dancing with it very, like, um... Willingly and lovingly. Uh, she's all that's going to be weird when it's like a robot, a sex robot that he brings. She's all that's going to be so tame and boring. It's going to be amazingly awful. Like this movie sucks. The 2021 version is going to be awful. 
what are all these TikTokers going to do now that the president has banned TikTok? Like, and it's for real. I, I thought he actually made a, an agreement to like... He said it had to be bought by an American company, but they just rejected, like the Chinese government said, fuck you. So... They're going to get it. There's no way. That's so much money to get it. The sap. Oh, my God. Look at that hair. You're right. Yeah. Oh, my God. The, it looks the, like a blowfish. It's like the short Liberty Spikes. They're like, I don't want to, like, look full punk rock. I just want to look a little some 41. He's, he's obviously, like, his job is backup dancer. Oh, look yeah. At him. He's obviously, a, a, that's his career. Which is, whatever. Get your money. But, oh, this editing is making me a seizure. Oh, God. Is this Fatboy Slim? Oh my god, this is the scene that I did the trivia about. All this was to pad time. I wouldn't doubt it. That's a bunch of money you're dumping in to pay out backup dancers and pay these actors and actresses to learn this shit. This whole thing is here just to pad time. It makes sense because this has nothing to do with anything. It's not like the main characters care about dancing. This is just running it till what is our ending here. Oh my god, and it totally feels padding. Oh, you're right. This is Fatboy Slim and Funk Soul Brother, yeah. Huh. Now that I'm looking at it like this, this is just shameless. Yeah. Where you been? Keep it running. Keep it running. <laughs> we need... There's a bunch of white backup dancers, too. This is weird. Three more minutes. <laughs> we paid for this song. Yeah, we have to literally get to 182, so that we have eight minutes of credits. <laughs> Holy Christ. My jaw is dropped. I'm sorry, audience. I'm just sitting here just, like, in awe of how much fucking padding. Why is Usher's, like, um, jacket too short for him? Maybe that was the style? I don't know. That or they cheaped down Usher's tux. And we pan up. What are we panning up to? Eight stories to the, the rich people boxes. Yeah, to the apparently the four-story gym, or I guess the four-story place they rented out for this high school <laughs> prom. And they have shrimp cocktail? Holy shit, that's what? a fuck ton of shrimp. At what high school do they serve shrimp? If they can rent out a four-story like place that she casually just walks up to. Well, like, I've heard of, like, people... But they rent out, like, a Disney uh, hotel conference room, not... The Disney Hotel. I'm Jesse Jackson. Wait, his name is Jesse Jackson or her name is Jesse Jackson? Oh, fuck me. Jesus, H. Hey, I'm going to go to the bathroom and reveal my true intentions to the audience. Yes. Did she do anything? Like, I don't know a single thing about her besides this movie. Did she do anything besides this? Oh, fuck. I burped. All right, Rachel Lee Cook. Let's look. Le I love how this teacher just walks in here to dump exposition to like provide her some kind of reason to live. Uh, she did Josie and the Pussycats. Um, Adding it to the list. Babysitters Club. She was in an episode, a few episodes of Psych. She was in Nancy Drew. So only quality work after uh, this. Sylvester Stallone's Get Carter. Okay, you can stop now. Yeah, um, she's all that was her top bill. So uh, not not much. 
Hey guys, I have the money to pay for a cheap motel room. Look at this. And I have a flask full of nothing. Oh, it's probably it's full of how a, people drink a flask. Oh, what's a high school liquor that you would drink? That's like super sweet. Jaeger. It's probably full Gold of Jaeger. Schlick, um, Jaeger, cheap vodka. Mm -hmm. Oh, any kind of rum. Rum's kind of a like a high school drink. It's kind of got a sweet into it. Hey, 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 hey! I still like rum. No, but I'm saying like rum is like. A like a fair in between because it's like a little bit sweet. I'm not saying it's not good. I'm just saying that's high schoolers could stand is it? I don't know. Like if it was like um this or last generations, it'd be like Red Bull and vodka because Red Bull and mm. Red Bull kills the vodka or White Claw. Oh, if we're doing this generation, then for sure White Claws. These like oh, yeah. guys got a cooler full of White Claw in the back. <laughs> now, is it weird that we subsect alcohol into like? times where you can't drink alcohol and this is the alcohol you drink and like isn't that weird that we have like it's called alcoholism where we rationalize any kind of drinking as we drink in this drinking podcast yeah okay right now what's the potential taking a hard stance we're drinking wine and coke at <laughs> 10 a.m we are standing by alcohol drink it anytime you want that's to. right you could drink when you want do i have to go to work after this yes but who gives a flying fuck? Oh, I hope no one that I work with listens to this podcast. It's okay, I'll edit all this out. <laughs> I work it. <laughs> <laughs> and my boss <laughs> can go. <laughs> you should just say the things you want to say, and I'll just it out normally. Oh, I don't trust you. <laughs> <laughs> That's also a good idea. All right, who's going to be the queen? They keep track of the votes in the history of the school of who were prom queens. Like, this queen won handedly with 70% of the vote. Well, if Freddie Prince Jr.'s got his face on the wall with that guy, like, a quality, like, photo, then I'm sure. Why not? These 100%, oh, I'm sorry, 98% white people probably care about those things. I'm, hey, look, an Asian guy. I don't remember who my high school prom king and queen were. That's how much it fucking means to anybody. But I think the high the prom queen was like a handicapped girl at our school. It was like a kindness vote. Well, good for you. <laughs> but um, for uh, most things, like people take some kind of value in this at the time. Looking back on it, yeah. if you're bragging about being the high school high uh, queen or qu king or queen, it just kind of shows the whole jock thing of like. You should definitely get a real job. Yeah, right. What the hell is that guy with the Grateful Dead outfit? Hell yeah. That dude, it's like pirates. But you just skimmed over that. You're like, oh, my uh, prom queen had big tits. So I don't know. Like, <laughs> uh, okay. Ours um, was just the most popular person contest. It's basically what it is in general. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. You know a movie I love is Mean Girls. Mm-hmm. That is a I good I fully enjoy Mean Girls. And Mean Girls has a scene like this, but it has like a better arc of realizing like how like vain this is. And this guy's like, hey, I accept the the crown, but also I want to denounce the crown. Very true. I renounce. She is like a, she is a um, Cindy Crawford like mole on her face. I wonder if that's real or if it's just like intentional. Hmm. That that, that imply that this movie actually isn't some thought and intention to it. 
I like, okay, so this, they're like, they're taking room to, Lainey to room 409. Hurry, quick, before she fucks him. Like, <laughs> what? Like, it's so ridiculous. if he believes like, who she is, he'd be like, I'm not worried about them. Like, she's not going to be into that. What, is he, is he going to rape her? Because if that's yeah, the case, like this if, movie if she consents, like she's not drinking. If she consents, she consents. Yeah. But he cares because he wants to fuck her. It's all selfish. This is weird. Like, hurry, she's in room 49, quick, before she has sex with him. What? You think that little of her? Right? No, it's, this is my point is Freddie Prince Jr. is the biggest and he's just selfish. This is nothing. He learned nothing out of this. Besides, I want to bang this girl who was apparently hot, but I didn't know this. Ugh. Awful. What shape is this? It's a penis shape, Dad. <laughs> mm, mm, you're right. Pumpkin nose, huh? I'm sure she loves that one. Like, I'd be in tears, like, if, if I thought, like, the date that took me was, like, caring about me, but then he really just wanted to take me to a cheap motel to bang me. I'd be, like, absolutely inconsolable realizing that. Oh, because they know that he's just sitting there. He knew. He knew she didn't go to the hotel. That is a penis. He just drew a big penis. What if she did, though? Like, who cares, right? Like, she decided to have sex willingly because she's not drunk. That's up to her. But then he's just like, he's like, oh, ew, you're disgusting. But, like, that's She had choice. sex and she spits on him when she's done. She's like, fuck you. Just leaves. <laughs> <laughs> that's the opposite. Like, that, that's like the uh, the crazy hyperbolic woman empowerment. She's like, that was average. All that build up. <laughs> Hey, Zach, sorry I called you an asshole earlier. Now you can bang my sister outside if you want to. Yeah. <laughs> She's... Like, I don't have a sister, but I feel like there's always that weird tension of realizing that your sister's banging somebody. Even if you like the person, it's like, eh, I don't want to think about it. And especially as a dad, he's he's just like, have fun, you two. <laughs> don't, don't do the stuff I did to your mother. <laughs> that's how you got here. And that's how she got leukemia. <laughs> Just knew those, those <laughs> Chinese sex toys were no good. <laughs> Lead. These irradiated Chinese sex toys. Is that an air horn? I thought that was a sex toy. Some kind of like penis pump. Ay, ay, ay. Oh, good. Well, at least you kept your chastity because otherwise I wouldn't want to bang you. Jesus Christ. I hate this movie so much. Won't use it on you. All right, last piece of trivia. Here we go. Freddie Prince Jr. lobbied to cast Matthew Lillard as Shaggy in the film Scooby-Doo. So basically, Matthew Lillard got the job of Shaggy due to Freddie Prince Jr.'s suggestion to the casting. That's director. true. You think it's true? Yes. That's false. Okay, so you're one false. <laughs> <laughs> I've had a few. I had the, uh, was his breakout film. I had... That's Mary true, that's true, that's true. Cook. What's weird is, like, Freddie Prince Jr. is married to Sarah Michelle Gellar, and then they're in this together. They're also in... Um, Gooby-Doo together. Fever Pitch or Summer Pitch, one of those, uh, like, boner comedy baseball movies, and they're also in Scooby-Doo. They have, like, a weird friendship, I'm guessing, right? Yeah, and, like, I think it has to do, too, with the union they're in. Because, like, directors are part of certain unions, and that's why they always use the same directors and stuff. No, but that's, like, a... a that's a SAG union. Is there separate unions in Hollywood? I don't even know. I don't fucking know. All I know is is tune in for our other special podcast where we try to break down the movie Tenet. God fucking help us all. <laughs>
Dude, that's an interesting podcast. I prefer to talk about that than this shit. Tenet was bonkers. I don't even know how to feel. That's We'll talk about God, that. God, you notice how when we're watching a movie we fucking hate, like, Free Willy? We don't talk about the movie hardly at all. Like, we just... Yeah, but Free Willy is our best podcast because that movie has so many good things to make fun of and we have the other the things fucking to talk about. Sh- Well, I was contemplating just saying, like, fuck this and just talk about Tenet the entire time. I was like, you know what? Let's see it for later. Oh my god, Dad's like, is this setting the mood? <laughs> yeah, this is getting you wet, sweetie. Oh god, I hate when movies... I feel like Julie Roberts, but a prostitute? Yeah, okay. Oh, there we go. Okay, she she she, uh, she quantifies it. I like how she degrades herself, like, you made me better. This is just like Pretty Woman, you made me better. When Freddy says, so what now? That is just the writer going, what the fuck do I do now? They kiss, yeah. they bang, but then how do I end this movie? And this movie ends on the stupidest note that any movie has ever ended. <laughs> oh, I know, the writer just puts it on the paper and it just ended up being in the movie. He was just like, what now? Oh shit, that was in the submission. And then we pan over the beautiful... The this movie should end right now. This should end right now, but they forget, oh, fuck the bet. Oh, <laughs> fuck the bet. <laughs> oh, fuck, we forgot about the bet. See? Exactly. That's literally what they added in ADR afterwards. And now Freddie Prince Jr. is a sexual predator and will forever go on a watch list and can't get the call. You know what I gotta do. <laughs> Ugh, beautiful pan shot of the San Fernando Valley. Homeland used to be the capital of pornography. Now I think it's Miami. Well, it's going to be right now when we watch Freddie Prince Jr. get up in his... Is she smoking? Yes, she is. That's awesome. Right? That's awesome. Paul Walker's just chewing on his tassel. Paul Walker's just chewing gum. Oh, he's deaf. Damn. Ha, ha, asshole, you're deaf. You can now never change. Because Will Kim has five lines. Because who you are in high school is who you are forever. Her name is Rainwater? That's awesome. Woo! Wow. I see Freddie Prince's Jr. He's right there. definitely on a list. Definitely on a list. Can't get into college and will forever be remembered as... Oh, oh. and the song playing is Kiss Me. He just oh, showed his God, cock his ball to the balls. entire... She's like, ha, 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 that's so funny. Oh, you just showed your cock to everybody. It's funny because I had these in your mouth earlier. That's that's how this ends? That's how this ends. It's supposed to be like an endearing thing, and it's like, are you out of your fucking mind? It ends mind? with him showing his cock to the entire school? <laughs> I hate you for making me watch this fucking movie. I'm just mad because Matthew Lillard doesn't show up at the end of this I can't. I want more Matthew Lillard. I can't even. <laughs> Did you not finish this before? This is the no, first time finishing this movie. I was not ready for that. Oh. Oh. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Wow. Yikes. Holy shit. Well. Oh my god. The guy. So I looked up. It's right there. The um, She's all that rappers. And the guy said Anthony Click Rivers. I googled him right now. He's dead. Mm. He died three years ago. R.I.P. 
Yeah, he um he deserved better than this. <laughs> you deserve you were the best part. Okay, so when did you see this movie first? Like you gotta tell me why the fuck you made me watch I probably this. saw it as like a nine, ten year old. Probably. This explains your misogyny. <laughs> I live in a house of patriarchy, not just a den. Video displays e equals, equals MC, MC squared. squared. I saw that too. Ugh. Okay, you fucking like. I know this is not the first time, but you, you definitely. I deserve an apology <laughs> this time. Like the movies we've seen before are bad, but this movie I deserve a fucking apology. This for. was more painful than Free Willy. Oh, fuck yes. Free Will, we had so much to talk about, and it was fun. This movie is a goddamn slog. Yeah, this was rough. I'd, I'll I'll do better. I probably won't, but I'll try. You will definitely won't do any better out there. Uh, okay, Shane, this comes the time where would you, even though you supposedly were watching this movie, would you recommend She's All That to People? Oh, never watch it again. Leave it with your rose-colored glasses. Never watch this fucking film again. There's a Black Eyed Peas song in here, apparently. Freddie Prince Jr. shows his cock to the school as the ending of this film. I recommend this movie if you like this kind of film and you like the goopiness, but this is 100% not my kind of movie, so I would definitely not recommend it if you like anything of quality. Just watch Not Another Teen Movie. That movie is actually kind of funny. Like, I, I watched clips of it. I've seen it before, but I watched clips of it on Netflix. And it's like, it kind of captures the spoof pretty perfectly. Yeah. It was like when Scary Movie was actually pretty clever. Yeah. This movie is literally 130, like, 135. It's just like barely gets under that, that mark of like a 90 minute film. Yeah, they had to add a 40 minute fucking dance scene. Christ. And even the uh, the uh, the credits weren't even that long. Like this is pretty short. Well, I went through one and a half bottles of red wine at nine in the morning, and three. That's pretty impressive. I'm only on bottle one, so I'm pretty impressed by you. Yeah, it's kind of like it just starts to go down after a while, and now I feel terrible. It's so much sugar with all the coke that it was with. Ugh, that ugly like ending right there. She's all that. Okay, this comes the portion of the film in which one of us, me decides what film we're going to be watching next so give me a quick hot minute here i'm gonna look through my list because it's been a long time since we've actually recorded yeah. a podcast <laughs> you know some of us work three jobs and after this cast we'll work no jobs exactly we'll be um hoping that you guys subscribe and actually give us money because we're definitely out of money please give us money okay if it's five cents okay we're going we're going back to the original intention of this podcast. So, as my recommendation for the next film that we watch and review together whilst drinking is 2003's film starring Johnny Depp called Secret Window. Oh. I loved that film throughout my entire childhood. I've not seen it in at least like seven, eight years. So therefore, it's going to be a true Wasted Potential review podcast. Secret window. Okay, well, I'm definitely not going to choose a movie of that caliber when I go, but... um, <laughs> What would this podcast be without you, though? We'll have you stick to the true intention, and then I'll just constantly bastardize it. <laughs> <laughs> it might be terrible. I haven't seen it in a long time, so it could be bad. We're actually going to look through this one... As opposed to knowing that she's all that sucks. I know. I was waiting for you to say Pirates of the Caribbean when you said 2003. 
but that day could be definitely wrong, but I think it's around that time. Yeah, it sounds about right. It was like the I don't want to call it revival of Johnny Depp, but like he his peak. Peak. That was peak Hollywood before. Yeah. The giant Depp we know now. Before you. But thank you all for um, if you're listening, you're still listening. We appreciate that one. Please subscribe, listen to other podcasts, follow us, and then. Please give us some comments and also email us. We appreciate it. Yeah, if you say something horrible enough, maybe I'll read it on here. <laughs> oh, yeah, we have no filter, obviously. You listen to this fucking shit. Uh, I'm definitely said some things I regret now. With that, <laughs> bye. Bye. <laughs>